Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, your host. The accent is French if it's the first time you hear the show. I talk about romance, I talk about relationships, and I take all your calls at 855-905-8255. And if you have an email or you want to send me a question, you go to the rendezvous show.com. But I got to share a quick story. A couple of weeks ago, I was uh, having tea somewhere in Chicago, and uh, a, a friend of mine told me that her daughter, uh, who's going to school here in Chicago, said, you know, she speaks French, Simon, and would love to meet somebody of her age who speaks French. And guess what? My younger cousin was also in his early 20s, just arrived in Chicago for also going to the university, and I set them up. So guess what? Earlier today, they went on their first date, and I'm going to tell you how it went next on The Rendezvous. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. Do you believe in destiny? I'm going to tell you that because here's what happened. A couple weeks ago, I was having tea. A friend of mine shows up. She tells me, hi, Simon, how are you? My daughter is coming to Chicago. She speaks French. Do you know anybody who speaks French her age? She's like, I don't know, 20, 21. And I said, guess what? My young cousin, he's coming also to Chicago in a few weeks to go to school. And I'm sure he would love to meet her. And they're both very attractive and really cool. Both speaks French fluently. So they went to that date that I really set up. I deserve the credit, by the way. And um, they had a fabulous time. And something very interesting happened about this two. One comes from Indianapolis. The other one, he's coming from Paris. So really two different worlds. But she loves speaking French. I've spoke to her. Her French is impeccable. Impeccable. And he speaks English Almost as good as me. I'm just kidding. But pretty good. And so what he told me is that culturally they really match. She loves the culture. She loves the the old city feel and all that. And they spend the whole evening talking about the experiences in Europe and all that. And I had a great time. You know what I wanted to know? All I wanted to know is did they hold hands? And so then I teased him. I said, did you hold her hand? He said, no, not the first date. I said, why did you hold her hand? It's what you do when you like. So he said, oh, I didn't want to do that on the first date. But I thought, why not? I think the signal to show somebody you like them, whether you're 20 years old, 40 years old, or 60 years old, you reach out and you hold somebody's hand lightly and softly. And if the person keeps your hand, that's a good sign. So I told that to my cousin who's going to do that on the next date. I hope she doesn't listen to that show because she'll know it's coming. But that's what I believe is romantic on a first date. You go, you talk, you discover each other, and at the end, ding, you touch somebody's hand. And if it goes really well, ding, ding, maybe you have a little smoochy doochy. So that's my cousin, and I'll keep you posted on this story. It was a wonderful young woman from Indianapolis. You emails are next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. When you have a question about your relationship, you can either call me or just email me at therendezvousshow.com and my web producer, Trisha, will read it. Bonjour, Trisha. Bonjour. Bonjour. So we have a date or dump, mm-hmm. and it's a DM from okay. somebody. Mm-hmm. So it says, I'm dating this girl, and she has a really, really annoying voice. It sounds like nails on a chalkboard. She's great aside from that. But uh, I, I have no idea if I should continue to date her or dump her. A really annoying voice. Mm. Okay, I'll tell you what I think about that next. 
Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. So I got this uh, date or dump email at therendezvousshow.com where a guy is dating a woman who has, uh, he says, a really annoying voice, like it sounds like nails on a chalkboard. Uh, but he said she's great aside that. And he wants to know if she, if she should date her or dump her. Uh, listen, can I be honest? I'm on the side of romance and dating because unless you're disgusted, you should keep on dating somebody. I think we all have something irritating each other. We can always look, oh, this one has a high-pitched voice. This one is a, like this low-pitched voice. This one has is too small, too big, too this, too that. Always, And you know what? With that reasoning, we miss out on love. It's hard to find a wonderful person. So yes, nobody's perfect. Nobody's Superman or Superwoman. So I'm on the side of love. I say date and don't dump unless you're disgusted. You know, this is something that I need more time to talk about. So I'm going to do a special on my podcast, La Confession, on our Heart Radio app, about what annoys each other so badly in relationships. And I'm talking not just a little bit. Things in the past, relationships we all have had that really drove us bananas. And that will be a whole podcast coming up soon on our Heart Radio app. But you call that next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I'm going to go to the phone line and go to Phil. Phil, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is going on? I have a dilemma. Mm -hmm. um, my wife and I actually work together mm -hmm. in a human resources office. And it's very enclosed. So as far as like our dress code goes, it's very lax. You know, there's not really that much pressure from higher management. So... We just we dress very casual. Okay. I noticed that once we have this new employee, he's a really nice guy. He's very good looking. He's the IT guy. I noticed that my wife has been, you know, dolling herself up. Like she, she's putting on the makeup. She's wearing, you know, just more provocative clothing. Mm -hmm. And I've been biting my tongue about this. I don't know if, you know, I have this. If this is a, a suspicion I'm onto something or maybe it's just my insecurities. I was hoping maybe you can you know, help me decipher this. Sure, Phil. Uh, just how long has she been acting like this? How long? Well, this has gone on now for a, a few weeks. Okay. So do you think that's the only thing that has changed? Well, I, you know, it's funny you bring that up. I, I didn't really think much of it, but I've been noticing that she has been more active on social media mm -hmm. as far as like posting, you know, selfies and just, uh, I guess, maybe being more out there on social media so so maybe like a boost in confidence i don't know but yeah i'm, maybe, I'm a little i'm a little confused here uh, here's what i take maybe she needs you to look more at her and compliment her see the trap would be for you to think that it's about somebody else my instinct mm -hmm. tells me that what she needs from you is to tell her how beautiful she is and and notice that so don't fight it for now but embrace it uh many times one of the two partner does something extra like that we first think oh is there somebody else but they're also doing it for us, the partner, to notice it, compliment them, and make them feel beautiful and wanted. So you do that for a while. And then if you have more doubts after a month or two, then you can have a conversation about what's going on. But for now, I would just say you look so good. Because even if she's thinking of somebody else, you being so kind, so good, and complimenting her will bring her back to you. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I'll stick to that. Thank you so much. Yes, don't fall into the trap of insecurity or jealousy. It's not the right time for this. All right. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Anytime, so much. Phil. The biggest mistake we all make is once we are comfortable, we stop really looking at each other. And that is what I want to talk about next on The Rendezvous. 
Welcome back to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. You know, we just had this call. Somebody married was, you know, saying my wife dressed a bit more provocatively. She put more makeup at work. And I'm wondering if she like maybe is thinking of somebody else. And I said to him, listen, the biggest mistake we all make is once we are comfortable in a relationship, we stop looking at each other. Oh, we see each other for sure. But we stop looking at each other. We stop looking at the way we dress. We stop looking at maybe the makeup of our girlfriend or, or wife. Detail disappears. It just becomes, you know, like, yeah, I see you, you see me. But that is something romantically fundamental. Once you stop looking at each other, it stops caring also. Because looking is one of the expression of caring. But there is a flip side to that story, which is you also have to make yourself attractive and not let yourself go once you're comfortable. Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I was just talking about the importance to look at each other and the flip side of that story. Once we are comfortable, haven't you noticed, including me, that I pay a little less attention to myself. I take it for granted that it's okay to be totally casual all the time. And little by little by little by little, we take away the first element of our first date. We made an effort to look good for each other. And how from that first date, it's like a down-the-drain road. Unless we realize that there's two of us in the room, there's two of us in the bedroom, there's two of us in the car, there's two of us in that relationship, and we got to make an effort. And I've learned that the hard way. Maybe you have learned that too, so I'm going to pass that message don't let yourself go. You call that next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. It's all about your relationships. So I'm going to go to my phone line and speak to Rosa, who has a question for me. Bonjour, Rosa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is going on? Ah, uh, Simon. Huh. I went on a date uh -huh. with a guy. And I mean, he was the nicest guy in the whole world. We had a really good date, a really good time. Um, and... I guess the question is just, I was kind of bored out of my mind. He was a really nice guy, but I don't think that he would ever tell me no. I, wow. He didn't have any, any layers to his personality. I think he sits at a desk all day, and I feel like I'm doing the thing that women sometimes do where we ignore the nice guy. Uh -huh. And I don't know, do I need to go back? and try to explore the possibility of that it's me and not him. Okay, so I say you should, because you realize you called me because you wonder, am I being too hard? Am I ignoring a nice guy? Listen, I think it's worth another date. It's worth giving him a chance, a second dinner, a second coffee or drink. You got nothing to lose to do it. On the second date, he might get you know more interesting and not such a yes man. So can you give him a second chance? Yeah, yeah, I can. You you got nothing to lose. Just give him a second chance. If he keeps not changing and it's even worse and more boring than the first date, of course, you don't have to go a third one. But some men are so shy on the first date that we become yes men just so that we think you're going to say you know you're going to like us. That's why. So I'm just defending him a little bit because I want you to give him a chance. Okay. All right? Okay. All right. I hope he reveals himself as a great guy. If he doesn't, it's okay. You'll find somebody else then. <laughs> All right. Thank All right. you so much. Anytime. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you.
Thank you. You know, nice guys always get a bad rap. So let's talk about that next. Why? Bonsoir, this is Simon Marcel. You're listening to The Rendezvous. Why do nice guys get such a rap? And a bad one. So much flack. Where, listen, all of us guys, when we were at least younger, at one point, were just that nice, boring, shy, insecure guy. And we wanted to love you. And we wanted you to look at us. And we wanted to just get a chance. And it really, it's interesting every time I hear a story like this, because I was that guy at 17, 18, 20, until you become this more self-aware, confident man. But at the beginning, and you have no success whatsoever. So there must be a reason of why women sometimes don't give a chance to that nice guy, they call it boring, and go for the bad boy. So I want to talk about that more with my producers next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I want to know why women sometimes don't like the nice guy, the boring, nice, shy guy. So let me go to Jill, my producer Jill first. Jill, bonjour. Bonjour. What's up with the nice guy? It is. It's like they're boring. There's no challenge. You can get whatever you want from them. It's like uh, a doormat, sort of. Oh. There's no excitement. I know, it's terrible. killing me. Uh, Trisha. I, mean, I have to agree with that. I also look at it as like, I want somebody to challenge me. I don't want a yes man. You don't want a yes man, mm-hmm. but as you grow older, you want little by little more of that nice, kind personality. That's the truth. Maybe at 20 years old, you're like, I don't want to be like that. Let's be honest. Don't you guys want very kind, loving man? I want kind with an edge. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Trisha? I mean, how can you follow up with that? That's the best way to describe it. She said it, it. well. Yes. Oh, okay. So now, just after I hear that some man could be like doormat, I got to hear some love. So I'm going to go back to my phone line and hear a nice romantic story. Stay with me. That's coming up next. Bonjour. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, your host, and my accent is French. I love romantic stories. I've never had enough. I love romantic movies, romantic books. I love all those sweet, good stories. And I know they're out there. So I'm going to go to the phone right now and speak to Marissa, who said she has a good one. Marissa, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Marissa. So you have a romantic story for me? I do. Um, the story of how my husband proposed to me. Oh, yes. Please share that with us. Um, What he did was... Uh, we're both really big fans of the show Lost. I don't know if you've ever watched that show. Yeah, Lost. Um, but on the show, there were these characters that, that worked for this agency called the Dharma Agents, and they had these badges. And the night of the series finale of Lost, we went to this party where everyone got dressed up, uh-huh. and we had badges with our names on them. Uh-huh. And he made like a secret badge to give to me that had my name but his last name oh, on it, like uh, my, what would have been my married name. And he actually waited until we got home, and then I was upstairs, and I I heard my favorite song, La Vie en Rose, playing um, La Vie en Rose. Mm-hmm. La Vie en Rose from Edith Piaf, the French singer? I like that one, but he, he played the uh, Louis Armstrong version. Oh, okay, Louis Armstrong, absolutely. La Vie en Rose, continue. And uh, I came downstairs, and the table was covered in candles and roses. And then in the center was the engagement ring and the badge. And he showed me the badge, and then he got down on one knee. Uh And I always sing this song, um, 
you are my sunshine to him anytime he was like sick or upset or anything like that. Uh-huh. And so he got down on me and he said, you are my sunshine. And if you let me, I'll spend the rest of my life trying to be yours. And then he gave me uh, the sweet. ring and engraved on the inside of the ring was you are my sunshine. See, that That is a beautiful story. I mean, Marisa, you just made my night. You know, just, just oh, thank you. No, it's true. I mean, I love that story, and and I think your husband was very creative, and just I love it. And romance is alive, Marissa. And what you just did once again is remind all of us that it's happening, and it's happening everywhere, all the time in America, one by one by one. So thank you so much for sharing that romantic stories. I won't forget it. Thank you. Yeah, have a good night. More of the rendezvous next. Bonsoir. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Another great night together. You know, every time I have my routine, I go to dinner and then I meet my wonderful producers and we talk about the show and then and it's on. And it's magic for me. And I, I really mean it. I've been doing radio for 10 years and every time it's as magic to be on air with you. So thank you for your calls. Thank you for your emails at therendezvousshow.com. Thank you for sharing those love stories. Just makes me even, you know, in a great mood, inspires me too sometimes. Another thing that uh, you might like is I have this podcast called La Confession, La Confession, our heart radio app. And I did this episode called Why Simon Left His Life in Paris to Move to the USA. So if you're interested, check it out. It's just simple. Our heart radio app and then type La Confession. I'll be back tomorrow night with more of your calls, more of your email, and more of your love stories. Until then, have a good night. Bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.